I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, BKFK listeners. We have a very, very special BKFK listener from Perth, Australia. Happy Thanks, Ruby, and happy birthday, Charlotte. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of Bye Kids, Four Kids Storytime. We are so excited. We are working on a secret plan. We will tell you all about it in two weeks. It's going to knock your socks off. Now, we have a thrilling episode for you this week. But just a word of warning. You know by now that BKFK stories are not really bedtime stories. They are more wake-up stories. Well, this week's episode is the wakiest of them all. It is full of non-stop action with some very scary monsters. But don't worry, no matter how they roar, and no matter how bruised and battered Jack becomes, he will succeed. In this week's story, we are joined again by... Honor, I'm nine years old. I live in Dubai, but I'm from Scotland, and I love pottery. Hi, my name is Eli. I am six years old. I like dinosaurs and reading books. My name is David Liam. I'm seven years old. I really like baseball and family time, and I'm from Dallas, Texas. And now, brace yourself. This is a scary story. Ruby, let's do it. Jack the Giant Slayer, Part 3 Jack was a legendary giant slayer. All through the land, people spoke of him as a brave warrior. A brave warrior? I think we know by now, listeners, that Jack was a very clever trickster. But could he actually fight a giant? We shall soon find out. It was an early morning in a quiet part of a forest in the south of England. A pot of tea was bubbling on an open fire. A sword, shield, and suit of armor lay close to the fire. A hammock was tied between two large oak trees. And on the hammock lay Jack. He swung from side to side, gazing up at the sky. He wasn't a rich man. He had refused all rewards he'd been offered for all the giants he'd defeated. All Jack wanted was to keep his people safe. He heard a twig snap close by. He heard footsteps approaching. 
Jack appeared not to notice, but he was listening carefully. The footsteps were too soft to be giant footsteps, and he heard a slight wheezing, puffing noise coming closer. Without turning around, Jack said, Greetings, old man. Please rest by my fire and have some tea. Sure enough, the footsteps came from an old man with a long grey beard. How did you know who I am? asked the old man. Ah, said Jack, still looking up at the clouds. When you've had many adventures as I have, you just get a feeling when real danger is close by. I could hear that you meant no harm. The old man lifted his eyebrows in wonder. Please sit, said Jack. Have some tea. I even have some roast rabbit from last night. The old man had a sip of tea and then said, We need your help with a giant. Jack stood up at once. A what? A giant, repeated the old man. But that cannot be. I have defeated every giant in the land. No, there is one more. His name is Galligantus. He lives at the top of a nearby mountain in an enchanted castle. I will go there at once and defeat him, said Jack as he began to buckle his armor on. No, there's more. The giant is also a powerful magician. He has placed many magical protections on the castle. There are rumors of magical creatures too. There is only one way to overcome them. How? There is a golden trumpet on the castle gates. You need to blow it three times to defeat the giant. That is all I can tell you. Jack pulled on the rest of his armor, strapped his shield to his back, slipped his sword into his belt, and strode off toward the mountain. Good luck, brave Jack, said the old man. As Jack approached the mountain, he saw steep rocky cliffs on all sides. At the top, he could see parts of the castle among the clouds. He carefully walked around until he found a rocky path leading up. It was very steep and looked dangerous and slippery. He slowly made his way up. The rocks beneath his feet were loose. Sometimes he slipped, but just managed to catch himself. He was almost at the top when he slipped and began to slide down, but just managed to hold onto the branch of a tree growing on the side of the mountain. His shield fell off and clattered to the rocks below. He heard a loud screech from above. Something had heard him. He heard the sound of large wings flapping. I must hurry! He gasped and began to scramble as quickly as he could up the mountain. He heard another loud screech as a large shadow flew over him. He looked up, but whatever it was, 
had vanished in the clouds. He climbed further up. Then he heard a rush of wings. He turned round to see a ferocious creature flying towards him. It had the body, tail and back legs of a lion and the head, front legs and wings of an eagle. A griffin! Jack gasped. He just managed to roll to the side as the griffin lunged at him. It tore a piece of his armor off and then flew away again. But Jack was wrong. This wasn't a griffin. There were two griffins, and this time the second one dropped down on Jack and tore at his shoulder. He cried in pain as the claws sunk in, but he managed to hit the beast on its beak, which stunned it for long enough for Jack to wriggle free and reach the top of the mountain. There, he saw the castle. It was behind a massive stone wall with two huge metal gates. In front of the gates was a large golden trumpet. He ran for the trumpet, but before he could reach it, he heard another swooping noise from his right as the griffin rushed at him. He ducked just in time. He stood up, but wasn't quick enough to dodge the other griffin on his left. It smashed into him and he fell to the ground, injuring his leg. He managed to stand up. The two griffins circled around and then rushed at him again. One came from the left and the other from the right. Jack stood still as they approached and then at the last minute, he ducked. The two griffins smashed into each other with a screech and both crash-landed on the ground with feathers flying everywhere. Jack seized the opportunity and ran for the trumpet. The griffins untangled themselves and began to chase Jack on their lion feet. They roared and screeched with anger. They both jumped for Jack at the same time with their razor-sharp talons outstretched when Jack reached the trumpet. Underneath it were written the words, Whoever can this trumpet blow shall cause the giant's overthrow. Jack gave it a mighty blast. The griffins disappeared in a puff of smoke. Jack fell to the ground, gasping for air. Then the huge metal gates slowly began to open. Exhausted, Jack stood up and looked through the gates. As they opened, Jack saw, standing not far behind them, the giant Gilligantus. He was covered with armor. He had a huge sword in each hand and a large spiky helmet on his head. Who dares to challenge me? He bellowed. I do, yelled Jack. I am Jack the Giant Slayer. You 
I will have revenge for all giants. He drew his arm back and then threw one of his massive swords at Jack. It whistled harmlessly over Jack's head as he ducked just in time. Three blows off the trumpet, he said, and he raised the trumpet to his lips and blew. The walls began to shake. The giant threw back his head in anger and gave a terrifying roar. Then it began to run for Jack with its sword raised for one mighty blow. But Jack blew on the horn one more time. The walls shook violently. The castle was starting to collapse. Bits of stone and brick were falling everywhere. Jack scrambled as fast as he could with the giant behind him when the castle came down with a crash. As the dust began to settle, Jack saw the huge pile of rubble that was all that remained of the castle. At last, there were no more giants in the land. Jack was a hero. But he would accept no rewards. No, he was happy to peacefully live out his days in the forest, sipping tea and looking up at the clouds. And that is the complete history of Jack the Giant Slayer. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.